This is A Line by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. Each episode, we dive into meaningful topics while sharing and dissecting our own original works and experiences. We'll be launching new episodes every other week on Thursdays. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of A Line by Line. I'm here again with Joshua. Hey, Josh. Hi, it's you again. Today's topic is navigating darkness. Navigating darkness. Yeah, we're going to be talking about overcoming dark thoughts, like what it's like when you kind of just get in your head in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's definitely more of a negative, not negative, but moody episode. Yeah. This one episode. Yeah. Definitely Which is kind of perfect for my mood today, to be honest. I've just, really? It's just been a long day at work. Yeah. Good it's productive day, day, but just kind of, you know, like a lot of meetings and talking and people. Yes. So, yeah. So um, I feel like this fits. Oh, that's good. Well, hopefully we will just hold the space for that then and not try and make it something else. Yeah. Okay. Well, do right. you have a microphone on? I do. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, great. I can edit that part out. Don't worry. Or not, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm also in my office and I'm looking out the windows. It's very foggy and my sister's was visiting me and she was just saying like, oh, it's supposed to be summer. Why is the weather like yeah. this? San Francisco doesn't care that it's supposed to be summer. It is so foggy right in front of me. Just cloudy and windy, mm-hmm. really cold. Yeah, perfect for this. I know. Like, look at my room. Like, you see, this is so dark. And yeah. So this is perfect. Darkness. Let's talk about navigating darkness. I'm ready for it. You want to lead us in with your poem? Yeah. So my poem is titled The Eclipse of a Pluviophile. Oh, I love that because we both (laughs) love the rain. I forgot that we both love the rain. (laughs) So yeah, this is going to be a little bit dark. I woke up feeling shitty today, so I took a shit first thing in the morning, injecting a sense of accomplishment, a tiny euphoria before I started my day. My tiny eyes were yet to fully open, partially glued by the crust, shadowed by my own gloom, which morphed my face into what looks like a hybrid of a panda and a sloth. The gloomy, rainy clouds were simply an imagination, a wishful thinking. A mirage that never came. The rain turns my invisible tears into a camouflage. The gray clouds are my extended free storage of, for grief, sorrow, and anxiety. The thunders are the only hard love I want to hear, jolting my eardrums with their sweet symphony. These holy trinity are the only ones who can understand me fully without explanation. One might call me a pluviophile, someone who finds joy and peace on rainy days, but that would be a rude understatement. You see, the gloom and doom of a gray day is the reason I could appreciate a rainbow. It's a way for the universe to let me know that someone listens. A gift from above that matches perfectly with my sentimental being and dry throat from explaining and asking for someone. They're not trying to cheer me up. They just simply be a monotone hurls of heavy cloud getting rid of their piss as I flush my own with it. They console me and envelop me with a damp cloak of heartbroken love, sadness, and contentment. Just what I really needed this morning. 
But no, the shimmering golden hills of San Francisco was against me today. As I finished my morning shit and flushed it, I could already see the warm, blinding 7 a.m. sunshine, like an overly excited, annoying chihuahua who was ready to greet me outside so extrovertly with some sort of a Dutch hopping beat from the sound of music in the background. The blue sky was so blue to the point where it's the furthest away of feeling blue. The puffy white clouds only exaggerated the perfectly dreadful sunny day as if it's trying to pick a literal fight with me. And the glistening morning dew was not as wet as how I had hoped it would be. No, I don't want to step outside to a perfect temperature, breathe the crisp ocean air with birds chirping, squirrels landing on my hands and bunnies hopping to my window. No, it's not a snow white kind of day. It's a slushy black ice kind of day. The sunrise was way too early and the sunset was way too late, far from the verge of an apocalypse, like the time when the city turned red last year or two years ago, or when Mount Tambora erupted, covering the whole earth, marking a year without a summer. The kind of things that's unflushable and we were forced to match and adapt to its grief and sorrow. I need that because only then I could appreciate a day like today. I'm done with summer solstice. Let the monsoon moon eclipse quench my soul instead. Oh, I really like that one. Yeah. I liked it because it just felt like it was about really being in that feeling and for not even an extended period of time, but just mm-hmm. giving space to that feeling. And while there's a ton of things to be grateful for, that contrast is something you were like holding on to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like always some of those days where you just don't feel like yourself, you know, like you just feel kind of blue. You feel like you just don't want to do anything. You just want to just be in bed or, you know, just not work, not do anything. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I don't know. I wonder if my first question, is it the same for you? I can feel it as soon as I open my eyes. Yeah. Like that's as, yeah. that's as early. I don't need to check my phone. Yeah. I don't need to look out the window. It's just mm-hmm. a weight in my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you just you just started the day automatically. Just all these thoughts that you have that are like all the worries or anxiety that you have are just like all in there at mm-hmm. once in the mm-hmm. morning. And you just know, okay, this is not gonna be my day. Mm. So when you have that feeling, um, do you ever just wanna like stay that way? I mean, that's what this poem seemed like. It seemed like you were like, I actually want to stay. Yeah, no, I think I've had those times where I just feel that I just want to wallow and just let myself be sad and moody and not want to talk to anyone and just kind of be in my own upset and sad state of mind for the day. Because I feel like I just don't want to pretend that oh I'm still smiling oh I'm still happy I'm still laughing I'm still having a good day mm-hmm. um, I think it's important I think it's important to have that space where you can just be sad yeah yeah and not always yeah. just try and run from it or numb it exactly with something or distract yourself from it mm-hmm. right yeah, your line was, um, the sky was so blue to the point where it's the furthest away of feeling blue. The puffy white clouds only exaggerated the perfectly dreadful sunny day as if it's trying to pick a literal fight with me. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I, 
I, when I read that, I was like, oh, I wonder if kind of seeing happiness or seeing other, other positive thing, like becomes annoying to you because you're like, I'm so oh, fat. I've never so thought it that right. way. Yeah. No, that's true though. Oh my God. That is spot on. I think that's kind of my unconscious mind telling me that when I wrote it, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, mm. it's more like that sense of jealousy, right? When you're in the dark place, yeah. when you're not feeling good about yourself and you want something, but you couldn't get, and then you see someone else or something else that has what you want, you just feel kind of, um, uh, jealous but also what is that word like uh resentful oh resentful yeah there's a bit of resentful in that like That's bitterness tough. like yeah oh yeah it's tough because like i don't know you're one of the people that i'm like oh i have a good thing going like i want to tell you about it but i've learned that i can't just like pour my joy over people i have to check in and like are they in a right spot to receive it yeah right? because yeah. maybe they've had a hard day maybe i need to put my you know, announcement or whatever on pause to be able to take care of them because sharing them with a, a good news mm -hmm. could actually be hurting. It could cause that bitterness yeah. or resentment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I've had those times in the past for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you also said um, these holy trinity are the only ones who can understand me fully without explanation. Who, who is that to you? If you? If you don't mind sharing. I think I was thinking about this basically kind of like this dreadful kind of day. Mm -hmm. I somehow relate that to a, a rainy kind of day, mm -hmm. right? Like a rainy thunderstorm and um, just gray clouds. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're going through all of these sort of hardships, not everyone could really understand Mm -hmm. what you're going through or provide the consolation that you need and, and i feel like sometimes with all these sort of like rain or thunder or gray clouds it's sort of like they're just there for me and oh. you know what i mean so it's almost like a it's like a holy trinity oh i <laughs> like see, th I see th three it. three stuff in there like three just just items out there in the world that's just right by my side i totally get it i totally get it i, yeah. I thought it was a faith thing i thought you were like oh i see. Father, son and holy spirit like they understand mm. me without explanation they see to the heart of the matter but now when i look back at the other lines you do have the rain the clouds the thunder those are the mm -hmm. you know, they have the the darkness the strength the tension within them that kind of yeah. what you're feeling that makes sense too <laughs> yeah i think that's why i think that's why this poem is also a, a titled is the eclipse of a pluviophile a pluviophile is someone who loves rain and i think that's why i like rain like to be honest i think that's why i like rain because in that type of mood or moments in my life and then it rains, it actually calms me down a lot. Like, yeah. it's almost like, oh, the universe it's is like listening to me. Yeah. And like, it's, it's like, matching yeah, my energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like matching my energy. This is awesome. Like, I could just be sad for a day or two and then it gets sunny again, but then I would feel better. I like that. I like that. I, yeah. I have two more questions with you um, before we switch mm -hmm. sides. 
um, with our new shorter episodes. Um, I wanted to know what is a rainbow that you've appreciated lately? What is a something mm. that came after the rain that you know you didn't anticipate, but it was there? Yeah. I think usually it's just kind of self-realization that whatever that what I thought was a negative thing that happened to me mm -hmm. turns out to be a positive thing in the grander scheme of things. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like when when I when I'm able to see that and just kind of believe that okay that's actually meant to happen and that's actually yeah. for the betterment of my life. I see that as more of a rainbow. Yeah. And I think I'm I'm trying to practice this uh also just a way of thinking to just be in the moment and be more present instead present. of always worrying or anxious about things. That's good. And so I, I want to be able to see that as, you know, the little things in life. Like, oh, I could just walk in the morning with my ice latte and I would feel happy about that. Mm -hmm. That's a rainbow. You know, just like the little that. things like that. I love that. That that attitude of gratitude. It's not a pill. It's not a solution to the darkness, but it is the light at the end of the tunnel or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it. And it's not guaranteed. I think that's the like the fleeting part of it is that who knows how long you're going to be in this darkness. And there's yeah. no there's no guarantee. Like every time it rains, it's not whoop automatically a rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you so much for sharing this. Yeah. Yeah. The poem is a little bit longer than usual, but <laughs> Sometimes I just got carried. Yeah, I just got carried with my okay. thoughts. Uh, all right, so your turn. I want to hear your poem. Cool. Yeah, my poem is also pretty dark. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to like give a trigger warning for anyone related to self-harm. I just want to call that out up front. Um, this poem is called Ease My Suffering. If I had but one wish to change my life, I know just what that tiny thing would be. Of all the pain that exists in my life, I'd like to end the pain that's caused by me. It starts as thoughts of things I can't control, then grows to disappointment in myself. And all the things I know I can control are sacrificed like food and mental health. At times it swells and frightens even me. A little blood is nothing one should fear. Temptation flashes ways of ending me but nothing comes through loud enough or clear. I drift away in silence day by day for no one sees behind this plastered smile. I pull myself together day by day and noticed I've not cried in quite a while. It's not as bad as words would make it seem. Forgiveness is a thing I owe myself. I'm never quite alone as I may seem. Another book replaced upon the shelf. Is it really that dang easy? Is the thing I need a ring? Is that all that it would take to quickly ease my suffering? Dang, okay, yeah, that's pretty deep. Yeah. I love the words that you use, but it's also a lot to process all at once with all of that. Um, I think the one that popped to my mind is you have this line, uh, in the in the first stanza, I said, I like to end the pain that's caused by me. So I wonder, does it happen often? And what kind of triggers it usually? Mm, yeah, I, I would say that. Like, what I, is that pain caused by yourself? Like, yeah, what is it? I would say that I probably take more ownership over what happens to me in life. So I'm not one that's like, oh, it was this person's fault. It was that person's fault. It's typically, what did I do wrong? 
What mm. could I have done to mitigate or avoid this situation? Um, what choice did I make that led me here? You know, I always feel like, you know, if the thing that I have the most control over is me, it must have been something that I've done, which is not always true, right? Mm -hmm. It can be somebody else's ignorance, somebody else's malice or anger or decisions that yeah. cause something to be inflicted by me. But thinking about those things, I think would lead to a depression because I can't, I, there's nothing I can do about those. Yeah. I try and strengthen myself, harden myself, iterate on myself, you know, but sometimes yeah. I know like, you know, like choosing certain relationships. I know that I'm choosing something and yeah. I'm hoping that it doesn't hurt me. I'm hoping that yeah. it doesn't end up how it probably will. And I made that choice or like, oh, yeah. I, I had like an ice cream and a burger and fries today and I skipped mm -hmm. my workout. And so when I weigh mm -hmm. in tomorrow and the scale doesn't look like how I want it to look yeah. or whatever, yeah. that's, that's me now criticizing my body, criticizing my whatever, and then judging every choice mm. I made beforehand that didn't lead me into the direction that, that long-term direction that I want for myself. Yeah. I think, I definitely feel you a little bit back when you were saying about uh control like self-control mm -hmm. so um a lot of times things are out of our control but i think at least uh for me i sometimes feel like it's still kind of my fault of mm -hmm. not being able to control myself sure. especially as a capricorn because i like <laughs> to be in control of things Oh my uh, gosh. I feel that pain. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm doing yeah. what I can, right? Try to stay prepared, try and, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think sometimes I can't acknowledge this was out of my control and this didn't happen. But then there are other times I think I'm probably just a bit too hard on myself or like my default is it's my fault. And I have to talk myself out of that um, mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. before I can yeah. acknowledge, hey, here are the other factors that landed here. Yeah. Another line that you say is, I pull myself together day by day. Um, I, I actually see this as a positive thing sometimes. Mm -hmm. One of the words of advice and or wisdom that my dad used to give me is take it one step at a time mm -hmm. and so i always try to remember that when i'm going through a lot of uh hardships is just take it one step at a time and i feel like with pulling ourselves together just day by day i think that's really what we can do you know what i mean like it's it's just a lot of work like i remember a season in my life where i was so excited about what i was doing whether it was at work or outside of work or the people i was going to see if it was a saturday like that i just sprung out of bed right like i can i know i'm in that season right now like i feel amazing and excited to dive into the things that are in front of me and i just leap out of bed brush my teeth i'm engaged mm. it doesn't matter what i wear whatever and then there are other days where i lay in the bed and i say okay you have to do this only 12 more hours until you can get back into this bed. You just have to get through this meeting. You just have to wake up, just pick a pair mm -hmm. of shoes, like eat something. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. So every mm -hmm. like day after day, when you're constantly doing that, it's, um, it's heavy and it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I feel that too sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then there's another line that you says, um, 
I'm never quite alone as I may seem another book replaced upon the shelf. What does that mean? That, yes. that book replaced upon the shelf? Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great question. Uh, so in, I want to say April of 2002, I went, I, I, actually grew up living with my mom for the most part. And in April of 2002, I actually like went to go live with my dad for a little while. And she actually gave mm -hmm. us, my mom, she gave us journals uh, to write in so that she wouldn't miss those days of our lives that we weren't living with her. Um, and mm -hmm. so I have been journaling for the last 20 years. Uh, originally mm. it used to be in physical journals and now it's in this app called Dailyo. Um, that I track my feelings and activities and kind of how those things are correlated. And mm -hmm. so when I look back at similar seasons of those low times, uh, I recognize that being around people like my sisters or my friends, mm -hmm. that they, they always come around me and are able to pull, pull, you know, pull mm -hmm. up or support me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that kind of like what you were saying about step-by-step, -step, your dad's advice was, um, it's just another entry, right? It's just another chapter. It's not the end of my story, right? And so I do feel like I can, I know the colors and the bindings of the journals and I go, oh yeah, that, that was high school. And everything I'm writing is like, oh, this is the end of the world. And now I'm in my thirties and I'm like, oh, that high school stuff was nothing. <laughs> like this is the stuff that really yeah. matters. So it's just another chapter yeah. in, my, in my story. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's also really, um, satisfying and triumphant when you look at those journal and then you kind of think back of these dark moments that you've that you've gone through in the past and you put it in the book in, in the journal as a writing and then now looking back right no 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 i wish i wish it felt triumphant you're you're too you're being too positive i look at it and i go you're such an idiot why yeah. did you think that? Why did you do that? Uh, that guy obviously wasn't worth it. That choice obviously wasn't worth it. Oh, you shouldn't have let them say that to you. You should have done such and such, mm, right? Like I should have been better. I should have been the person I am today back mm -hmm, then and made mm -hmm. better decisions for me, right? It's that same kind mm. of, I look over it and I go, I'm never going to be that person again. I'm so glad I'm not that person. I'm so much better now. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, that's also now, positive nowadays, in a way, right? Like, with the app, I can search for something. Mm -hmm. And so like, I actually have a, um, an activity that's called moment to remember a moment to remember where mm. I can feel bliss and joy in my body. And I go this, like this, like being in Bermuda with my sister, this, mm. this is a moment to remember. And in those times where I'm really feeling like, oh, is my life worth it? Is it whatever? Now I can actually feel mm. out mm -hmm. days mm -hmm. where there are those moments to remember and look back on how blessed I am, how great things have been, but gosh, to remember to do that yeah it's hard it's easier for me to look back and be like oh this went wrong and this other thing is going wrong and this other thing is going wrong and this i still don't have that other thing that i want that's easier yeah yeah i think another thing that that i've been trying to do when it comes to navigating darkness is to be okay with the imperfection in my life mm -hmm. like i think for for a really long time i really want to be perfect in everything that I do. I think I'm starting to be better in terms of that. And that somehow feels like the, the I guess the darkness in my life is not as dark as it 
used to be in a sense i'm 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 trying to to go that way yeah just like be okay with not being perfect in everything like that when we we were talking about accepting yourself and when we were talking about in season one like practicing self-care those are really helpful for me like if i don't like do my rituals of taking care of me if i don't pray Mm -hmm. if i'm not like with my community i i definitely feel more in the vein of this poem where I'm reflecting. Yeah. I'm not being gracious. I'm not being present with my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have three and a half minutes left. I guess my, my last question is, uh, do you wish things in your life are made clearer to you? So you wouldn't feel like um, you don't know where your life is going and you would go through these periods of hardships or or actually you like it to be as it is right now with all the uncertainties because um, then i mean in in some areas i mean i guess it depends, yeah right in some areas i would love more clarity but i i'm really trying to just trust god with my future and know that like all things work for good you know for mm-hmm. the, love the lord and like really lean into my faith in that aspect I, mm-hmm. when I, like I said, when I look back on those moments to remember, I can see how God is moving in those spaces, how this is what I prayed for, or these are the way that people came through for me and supported me. And those are things, yeah. that, you know, you kind of grow through those um, times of trial. And so I'm like, oh, without mm-hmm. that, I would have never, like, without the pandemic, we probably wouldn't have this podcast, right? We wouldn't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have reconnected right. and like, built this beautiful friendship. So like, do I right. wish the pandemic didn't happen? I mean, yes, but also mm-hmm. like, to, to, to the point we were saying earlier, like, you know, rainbows, they're, they're pretty awesome. Um, but they're also, yeah. you know, a symbol of the promise Yeah, that, that all this hardship, like it, it's going to add up to something. It's going to mean something, but yeah, the clarity of knowing like, Hey, yeah, you're going to be fine, you know, and really being comfortable in that or like having something be guaranteed. Yeah. That would, that, that would yeah. be better, but you know, I trust, I trust and believe. Yeah, no, yeah, and that that's actually a perfect uh, segue to our next episode as well, which is going to be about talking about hope. Yeah. Um, so from being a more of a moody, more <laughs> hard episode to a, a brighter and positive in the next one. I definitely love having these talks from time to time for sure. Likewise, yeah, anytime. Yeah. I think it's I just, have... yeah, I think... I think it's just important to have this space where we can just be sad and talk right. about the dark stuff in our lives, you know, because yeah. then when when we go through the upper part of our lives, then we can enjoy it and appreciate right. it more. There's a balance. Yeah, I really like what you mentioned about just being in there and not trying to run from it. I think I'm going to definitely mm-hmm. read your poem and just accept that. Um, I hope that it rains. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that it rains. Um, Instead of just windy, I hate oh, if it's just yeah, windy. <laughs> it's just cold. Yeah. But yeah, thanks again for another awesome episode. We'll see you in the next yes. one. Yes. Yeah, see you in the next one. Bye. All right, guys. That wraps our fifth episode of Align by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. We hope that it was meaningful to you and provide some fresh perspectives about navigating darkness, which, you know, always happens to us in our life. 
Uh, we release a new episode every two weeks, so please be sure to rate us and hit that follow button on whichever streaming platform you are listening from, and follow our social media channels too. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlignByLine. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would be more than happy to hear from you. But for now, Jasmine and Joshua signing off. See you in the next episode.